Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl BD. It's Florence the fiance. And we are back. Can I just say, sorry, this has got nothing to do with anything, but I'm just looking at you and these glasses really look nice on you. Do they? Yeah, they see me. Also, like, you're not going to say anything about how my skin is, like, glowing. I mean, yeah, it is. I'm a bit concerned about, you know, the contents of your womb, but obviously... No, you're the second person. I'm not pregnant. Okay, but your skin looks is glowing, is what I'm saying. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the glasses. My mum doesn't particularly like, but, I mean, that means they're nice. I'm a young babe. It just, exactly. Whenever my mum tells me that I don't look nice when I'm wearing too I'm much like, makeup, yeah, for I'm sure like, do. I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> yeah, literally, that is the, the yardstick. Honestly. Um, but guys, yeah, so we're going to just address the elephant in the room, which is that there was no episode last week, which mm. is fine, you know. Mm. Life is life. Life that's gets fine. busy. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, life is just busy. I'm turning my Wi-Fi off because why is everyone trying to call me now? Goodness gracious. Just get another call. Yeah, no, no, we don't have to stop it, though. We don't have to, basically, we, this is our second time trying to record the beginning of this because I received a phone call which disrupted our recording process. And so, yeah. My glucose levels are drastically dropping. So. Honestly, 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 honestly. All right, cool, let's get into this. Let's get into this mm. documentary. So the documentary is called Marked, as we mentioned last week, and it opens up with an aerial view of what looks like northern Nigeria. It's very pretty, very green. All right. Okay. Geography. Yeah. <laughs> About northern. Okay. Regions. <laughs> it's very green. Um, Like my wallet. Ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> like my we... tea. Ow. <laughs> no. I, I really don't drink green tea. tea. I don't even drink green yeah. tea. So... <laughs> Um, So we meet this 95-year-old man who's Hausa, and he explains that he does the tribal marks. Oh, Hausa is also a tribe in Nigeria, for anyone who's not Nigerian. Oh, yeah, I just assumed everybody. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) So um, he basically says he does the tribal marks, like, in his village, and he watched his dad doing it. And this guy's 95, but he's giving me, like, 80, like, you know, black and crack. Yeah, I'd give him a young 75, yeah, he's he's, he's about... His, his faculties are with him still. Very much with him. His hand was not shaking. Um, no, she, he was shaking showing it. us how he does it. He says that he throws away the blade after he uses it. And he puts the paste, this paste in the mark to like darken the mark. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so this, I'm going to do a quick summary just because like people may not know what we're talking about. This documentary is about tribal marks. Oh yeah, guys. Yeah, it is. About it's about so it's about so it's it's about it's it's about not that Nigerians are the only ones who do this, but it's about Nigeria. This documentary is based in Nigeria and uh, looking at people from different tribes and just talking about the marks that they have on their skin. They're not all tribal marks. Like that. I mean, we get mm. into that, but like that's what this documentary is about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's just some context. So, okay, we meet this baby with his mom. This is really. I was surprised by how graphic it was. Right. But there's a baby with his mum. And that baby had an old man face. Did you notice that? Did you notice yeah, the baby had an old man face? Do. I think sometimes... And I it's think scary. Sometimes, like, Nigerian babies, like, they look grown. They look grown. It's because and they they're coming into a, a country that's in shambles. So they have yeah. to have the maturity of you an old no man. Time. Like, there's no time for childhood. That old baby face was scary. But, yeah, it had. Yeah. it was a baby... Boy, and the mum was talking about how she's so happy this day has come that her son can finally get like his tribal marks and we see this baby being carried to like the old men who are sitting on the ground and they do not handle with care like I don't know if it's because there wasn't a plastic <laughs> tape around him they do not handle with care um they put this baby on the floor basically and they cut him 
And then we see the baby's bloodied face after he's and the baby's crying. crying so you can hear it like you know in the trailer that we did in the last episode like you can hear mm. the baby like it's like literally it's like blade five four mm. three mm. two <laughs> literally Ciao. it's so cute it's crazy so we learn a bit about tribal marks from our narrator tribal marks which are marks given to babies shortly after birth they act as a means of identification particularly in the event of wars being captured for slavery or royal heritage. Most people had distinct marks which were unique to their family or tribe and would then act as their passport for life. So, I mean, I think it is what it says on the... Like, it is what it says on yeah. the tin. Yeah, it it's makes a tribal sense. mark which is linked to your tribe. Like, you're... Yeah, yeah like where you're from, who you are. Exactly. So, um, we also learned that there are beautification marks which kind of mirror t- tattoos, tattoos... Um, to do. To do. And the tattoos, which are most popular in the northern like parts of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So now we meet my homeboy, and I say homeboy because he's from Anambra State. Brat, brat. I do think there's also another type of mark. There's spiritual and health marks. Oh yeah, there's spiritual and health. Which marks. are like tribal we'll t- marks, but they have like a deeper meaning. They're like yeah, deeper we'll than... to, yeah. So his name is Okeke Augustine Chi Odule. No, that wait, Augustine. Chi or no. Let's start again. Okeke Augustine Chidolue. Yeah, Chidolue. Yeah, I don't know what that last name that, means. That Augustine, okay. I said, this man is Igbo. Because you might love Ibo. a Victor. You love an Fam. Augustine. <laughs> okay, let me tell you the typical Igbo, the I- English Igbo names. Because no, no, like, other tribe or people on this earth will call it. Festus is an Sorry? Igbo English name. Yeah, Festus. Okay. Okay. Um... Chris, Christopher, but not Christopher. We call it Christopher. Okay, that's Christopher. Oh, right. Augustine is another one, and then male or female, <laughs> male or female, either one. There's um, and then there's oh gosh, there's this name. It's a biblical Dorcas. There's Dorcas. Yeah, <laughs> you love no, but the Ghanaians love a Dorcas as well. You know, they love that one too. Yeah, they and then like there's John, but it would never be like John. It would be Johnny. So, like, Johnny is a completely yeah. different name from, like, John or Johnny. To John, so, of course. Yeah, these are some Ibo names that we have to let go of. And also, you um, guys like to pluralise things, too. Phillips. You like a Phillips. Oh, my gosh. Evans. <coughs> Evans. <laughs> oh, and then we have the days of the week. So, my grandma oh, has had course. every day of the week in her household as a cook. We've had Friday, we've had Saturday, we've had Sunday, we've had Monday, we've had Tuesday... We've had, if, we you had, had to, if, you, if your name had to be a day of the week, which day would you pick? Oh, Friday. I am that bitch. Do you think? Yeah, I'm a Friday. I'm trying to think what I'd pick. You're Monday. That's your No, vibe. no, no. Not, not who you are, but like what your name... If you had to pick your name to be one of the days of the week. Like they yeah, said, your I'd name is going to be... Friday. Yeah. I mean, no name is cute. Mon- Monday's... But then, like, what could you... What Monday could you shorten it to? Monday could like, be Like, Sunday, Mon. you could be Sunny... Monday could be Mon, so that's cool. Okay, that's like Monique, innit? Yeah, fair. Mm. Yeah. The day that really fucks it up, doesn't it? It's the day part. Yeah, of it it's really... the day. Yeah. Friday. Okay, fair. Anyway, sorry. There's some <laughs> other. There's some other Ibo English names that we have as well, but I think those are the ones. The worst. Ima. Ima is another one. Ima is short for Emmanuel, but it will never be Emmanuel. You'll never. They'll never call you Emmanuel. It'll always be Ima. So okay. that's another one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
Um, so <laughs> KK says that um, his tribal marks are on his face because it was something that was done in his time mm-hmm. and um, it was for protection. And I think obviously, like we all, well, I mean, let me not assume, but like there was this war in Nigeria, the Biafran War, mm-hmm. and you know. At the time, the Ibo people were fighting basically like the rest of the country. Everyone. Because um, <laughs> yeah. they were, literally, they wanted to have their own state. And we, we got separate. quite far. You know, we had our own money. We had our own, you know, our own, our own flag. We had a lot of shit. But yeah, like, because of that, like, a lot of Ibo people feel like they need to identify each other, like, when they see each other and protection and stuff like that. So he says now Ibo people no longer do these tribal marks because they're kind of afraid of kids going blind because his tribal marks were on his forehead mm-hmm. like and they were close to the eyes and it's like when they're on your face like you cannot hide them like they are yeah, there do you know what I mean there. Like, but that's the whole there. point which is of the them. point exactly which is the point yeah, of them so. yeah yeah he says that he's the only one in his village that has it and I think he was in his like late 80s early 90s yeah everyone else has died didn't it? and he's yeah, from and your state he's from your state innit he's from my state I'd love to I saw it and I was from. like at least you put in my notes uncle from your state and I'm breast finest baby <laughs> Um, I don't know what village he's from though but yo shout out to anybody that's from Obosi because that's my village I doubt there'll be any listeners from Obosi it's just your family they're not listening to this podcast (laughs) but actually I'm not going to be from Obosi for much longer because the girl's getting married oh is it so that changes Yeah, meant but to be from your where heart. my husband's from. But he's from Anambra as well, but just he's from 30 minutes away from me in Umoji. Okay, so same ends, yeah. bro. What are you talking about? Same ends. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically... And do you know what? What he's saying is accurate because I actually don't know anybody that... Like an Ibo person that has tribal marks. I've never even come across anyone. Even like my grandpa's... No one in your like, family has. No one in my family has, unless they have it on parts of their body that I haven't seen. But I, right. I, know, I know for sure, like my grandpa's generation like the kids they had don't have it so my basically my mum's generation so it's been, yeah so by the time and yeah. your kids are probably are not gonna have it right so yeah and also my grandpa and, uh, my granddad's dad was one of the early christian con like converts oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah so like he actually met the missionaries when they came so people right. think this colonization shit was like ages Fam- ago, it was but not that long ago my grandpa was telling me stories about what his dad told him about when the white man came it's but not, yeah so i also think I doubt that his dad would have done um, the tribal marks on his kids because he was a very strong Christian. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know anyone in my family that has tribal marks. But uh, it's not an Ibo thing. I know a lot of other tribes like still do it, but Ibo people Yeah, yeah, it's not even a Nigerian thing. Like, it's really just a thing. Yeah. Um, so now we meet a Tutu Alabi. And she, I've seen her about before. I yeah, don't know if I've you guys her. have seen her. She's the... Um, Nigerian model with tribal marks. She did a video not too long ago about how she started OnlyFans because she wasn't getting work. It was very sad. Um, and basically, she's just talking about how, like, she struggled with her marks, um, you know, and she was encouraged by an employer to conceal her marks because she was, like, they were... She was told they were unsightly and, you know, customers were being... were, were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, she was... She said she wasn't going to do it, so... She was fired. And also, whether she wanted to or like whatever, like, how, how are you really going to cover your travel marks? Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, you can make them maybe less visible, but they're going to be there. And if that's something yeah. that someone's triggered by or someone doesn't want to see, like, they're going to they're gonna see it. Yeah. It's who you are. It's like putting a tattoo on your forehead and saying, oh, it's not even, with a tattoo, like, you could actually cover a tattoo because it's yeah. more the colour of things. But with the, the, the scarification, like, a mark, like, what, what am I going to do? 
And the thing is that, like we said, tribal marks are not a solely Nigerian thing, but they are quite popular in Nigeria. Like, you would mm-hmm. be very stupid to, like... Like, you'd just be... Stu- you're stupid if you think that, like, you... Like, not if you think you've never... But basically, don't act like you've never seen them before. Like, and and you, this is the thing. You wanted to work with her. You know that she has the tribal marks. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, it's, oh, because you, you have the tribal marks, I don't want to work with mm. you. Like, sis, I've been had the marks. You've been yeah. seeing the marks. Yeah. This was not literally. a catfish situation. <laughs> Fam. So now we talk a bit about the spiritual element of tribal marks and why people get them. So there's a girl from... We meet a girl from Oyo State. And basically, the way this documentary works, actually, I've been to is, Oyo State. Really? I've never. But basically, the way this documentary works is that, like, there are loads of different talking heads. So I didn't really note many down because there's so many. It's basically basically just... Everyone's saying their experiences, the different... Everyone's got different experiences. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So um, she's from Oyo State, and she said that when she was growing up, she used to faint a lot. And then her mum took her to the Baba Lao, which is basically like the Juju Man, (laughs) the traditional doctor, whatever you want to call him. Mm. And basically told her parents that she needed to be marked because, you know, that would help her health and spiritually and whatever. Mm. Um, And then she was marked. And there's another guy from Edo State and he shows us his. His are all on his stomach. They look like a a picture like a kid drew. It's kind of cool. Um, And basically he said that he used it as like, like in Edo State, they use it as immunization. It's kind of like, okay, if a baby's born, you want to prevent them having like convulsions or things like that. You get them marked do you know my dad is marked, yeah? Where? So when I was, yeah, so when I was... He has, he has a mark on his face. Okay, I need to look at I think, And time. the thing is, that when I was watching this, I was like, I need to call him and ask him so that I can, like, learn more. But, I mean, he's told me this stuff when I was young, but, like, did I care? No. So um, he has one on his face. It's like they're small. And the thing is, I, I, I've seen him so many times in my life that, like, I don't see them anymore. So it's only mm. when I was watching this that I was like, oh, yeah, like... Oh, yeah, I forgot he had, he had them. Mm. He has a small one. And he, he said that his grandma did that one because... Um, they just in in terms of he was he was sick a lot when he was a kid so the grandma thought that he was gonna die and so she did the mask so that if he were reincarnated they would know that it was him and also because he was Whoa. sick a lot he had like the the health ones on his on his stomach he's got like six so three on that side and three on that side um and he was like when he was young and he used to get sick they would do like herbal treatments and things so they would like cut them open and put the herbs into the wounds and stuff to help them to like not be sick or to get better so he has marks from that so he was like they weren't tribal marks like one was like a spirituality reincarnation thing and then the other the others are um like for health and healing and stuff so yeah and he was like the mark that he has on his face like he said that it looks he said that he thinks that it resembles one Ghanaian tribe mark because Mm. when he was younger people like Ghanaians always see him and I'd be like oh are you Ghanaian (laughs) <laughs> and they'll see that they'll see the mark and be like, "Oh, are you?" And he was just like, "No, no, <laughs> I am but not." Wait, so it's so not a tribal he... mark in terms of like for where we're from. Yeah, but it's more so like grandma was like, "I need to know for when you die that you are my thing." But then he didn't yeah. die, so you know. <laughs> but so wait, when he did the ones on his stomach, did he get better? Like, did he stop getting sick? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I think there's a lot of truth. Are naive, yeah, there, that's what I was about to say. There is because somehow, like, our ancestors our grandparents they lived for ages on this shit kind yeah, of thing like and we were here that you were talking about he was fine then man used to give birth all the time what's the hospital what's the epidural yeah and i was even reading up on it and basically ages ago in ethiopia like they had like a cesarean section they used to do like they would put this banana thing on the woman's stomach and it acted as a um epidural 
yeah. uh, or whatever it is that they give you when you're having a uh, um, C-section. And then they would give her banana wine, which was meant to numb the pain. And they'd literally cut her open, sew her up, and then put this... they put some paste over her and then put, like, a leaf, and then she'd be fine, and there would be no infection. It's what, this is Western medicine. It's just doing the absolute most, because people, like, for, like, civilizations for, like, from the beginning of time, Did have been shit. reproducing and been doing yeah. this shit. Yeah, and literally, I just feel like... And also, Western medicine is just all this native stuff, but, like, repackaged. But just, like, yeah, just, like, 2.0. Literally, if you go and look at what paracetamol is, it's made from natural whatever so yeah, it's that they probably just yeah. like made synthetic version in order to be able to distribute and make exactly. money exactly capitalism yeah literally uh, everything the earth everything on this that we need is provided to us by this earth literally we just don't know how to finesse it like they do yeah so one of our talking heads halima Taufik, says since i got marked i do not get sick anymore i could go a year without falling sick anytime i feel sick i don't take drugs i just sleep and feel better so you do get sick but you just get better. I mean, she gets better. <laughs> I don't get hangovers. I just sleep and wake up. <laughs> Literally. So another one says that her kids are not marked because they are Christians. And if they get sick, they simply give them medicine and not mark them as they were. Which was interesting. So you see, you're starting to see the progression of like how people are changing right. and their approach to to these things. And, and it just makes me think like if the, the, the white man never came to where we are and, never, and didn't bring, like, Christianity, like, where would we all be? Do you got what I mean? Like, I where would we all be? this pussy. If I pop this pussy, pussy. <laughs> for you tonight, tonight, would you promise, baby, won't you, you make You always take it, like, two. It was, like, one, one line would suffice. Like, forget it. Yeah. Adventure so now we discuss how these tribal marks are made used for beauty also mm-hmm. um and these are like we said it's more the northern parts of nigeria yeah. who do this don't you think it's beauty. so funny how like nigerians look different like how you can tell yes you really can they tell. look so different and also so funny how like nigerians have to look down on tattoos but like basically Fuck. these are tattoos <laughs> This literally, yeah. Oh, airport has fallen out one time today. All right, there we go. Um, Literally, this is literally what I was thinking. I was like, the way that you man look down on tattoos, yeah. It's like, and it's like the way that like the Westerners probably look down on like tribal marks and stuff. It's like, you man are all just catting each other's style. Literally. And you're looking down on each other. It's even just like it's twerking. The same yeah, thing. my parents hate like all these videos of like women twerking and stuff. And I'm like, bro, this is what Ibo aunties do at weddings. There's literally the a, a dance where they have to like shake their asses. Huh, we and have I'm one like, too. We have, I remember my dad showing it to me and literally I was like, I don't have the techers, fam. Like, if I could, I would. I don't yeah, have the techers to do what they do. But the way that fam. they do it's like, effortless. And I'm like, and it's me in the club that you want to, you want to condemn. Listen, when I, it's in my blood. What the Lord did not give me. It's okay, in my, it's in my DNA. Coffee. So, um, yeah, like we said, the ta- these marks in the north look like tattoos. And we meet H- Halima. So this is a different Halima from mm. earlier. And she basically says she got she got these marks for her husband. So Halima has marks all over her face. We'll yeah, she basically has like tattoos faced up, yeah. Literally, face, full sleep, everything, yeah. And she said she got these for her husband so he would think she was beautiful and only have um, eyes for her. Like, he mm-hmm. loves them. She says that she has them all over her body and he just loves them. And it's like, listen, whatever gets you going... If you like it, I love it, bruv. Fam. So we learned that in Gombe State, um, during the marking process, so the way they would do it is the men would gather and watch the woman get marked. Um, And the women who cried would be laughed at. 
and the woman who <laughs> stayed bitch. quiet and, fam, <laughs> the woman who stayed quiet and you know smiled during the process would be given money by different men and obviously the man so, who's the most money likes you so i would get money and you would cry <laughs> okay bitch um and basically it was a thing of shame to go home and not have money this was so like problematic extremely problematic i was like what like it's so peak because if you're that girl who literally cried because there's needles in your face yeah then it's like nobody's As... like how much pain can you take like how much pain can i put you through literally and um one woman was also talking about how like her sister just told her oh let's go out one day and then she took her and went and so got marked wild. on her face and i was just like what the... and, and sister, the sister and the sister, sister didn't, didn't get, get it done that that sister's bad vibes she she hated her sister. That's why she did it. She's bad, bad. She, she's and bad also bad. she didn't, and also she didn't truly believe that it was beautification because yeah. if she really thought it was beautification, why wouldn't she do it? Then herself? Why did you get it? Literally, and another one of the talking heads as well was just talking about how she regrets getting her marks. That you know, growing up, they they weren't as educated and as exposed as they are now. Basically, she's saying that how now, like as they've learnt more, they've learnt that it's not haram to get these type, like these things on their body and she wishes she could remove it so i think it's that but then you you then question is it a thing where like i mean obviously not the religious element but is it a thing where like the more exposure to western culture you have the less the things you do within your culture make sense and or so is this it is what i'm saying this is what i'm saying like if they if a white man had never touched africa yeah yeah or had never touched nigeria like you would be fine you wouldn't think that these things were wrong mm-hmm. or were bad because you're just looking at it relative to like your opportunity so for example that woman who wasn't able to get a job right like mm-hmm. the woman who didn't want to work with her is basing it off western ideals where people don't have marks on their face mm. but if it were normal like if you had stayed in your village you would be the most beautiful princess at the party in because the world got yeah. Marks. yeah and that's what this um documentary was really good in showing is that like why like none of this nothing is right and nothing is wrong i think maybe the wrong could be considered like oh you know marking a baby like oh maybe mm. the pain and stuff but also you would vaccinate a baby and that's painful do you know you what i mean like kids. maybe it's not yeah you circumcise you pierce baby's ears and stuff okay cool that's also painful and it's like so that's not really what it is like everyone is free to do what they want and 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 i think the good thing about this documentary too is showing the meanings of these things like mm-hmm. not that they have to justify why they're doing it but it's nice to learn and understand there are different reasons why and I think I liked the fact that it wasn't demonised. I was afraid of that. I was afraid it was going to mm-hmm. be like this demonising people. Oh, no, that would have been some panorama shit. Literally, but there was some... Um, like, there were some guys on there as well um, who were so happy. They were showing off their marks. They're like, yeah, like, you know, sometimes yeah. when they go to parties and they get excited, they take off their tops. Yeah, the guys the from the north. The most, yeah, the one And he was showing his chest. Marks. He was like, look. Yeah, <laughs> he was like... He's like, Johnny bravo that shit. He was like, the ones with yeah. the most marks are, you know, seen as the most handsome. And sometimes you could be walking down the street, you see someone's mark, you go quickly to the, you know, the person and you're like, oh yeah, I want this mark. It was good to see that celebration of exactly. culture. Exactly. And, not, exactly. and it not be demonised. And being unapologetically proud. Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the documentary is drawing to an end now. And on-screen text tells us that the amount of Nigerians with marks is undocumented. And during the making of this documentary, they encountered over 500 people with with um, tribal mm-hmm. marks. Um, although, the pa- uh, although the practice is now dated, some communities continue the traditional tradition regardless of social norms. And mm-hmm. again, these are Western social norms being Exa- imposed. Exactly, exactly. So in 2017, a bill was presented and the bill basically is a bill for an, a bill for an act to provide for the prohibition Child, 
A bill for <laughs> an a act to provide the prohibition of facial mutilation. Uh-uh. Wow. Offences, prosecution, oh, and punishment of, of, of offenders. Ciao. Nigerians Ooh. just like to talk for talking's sake. What is They're this? just the crinkum crankum. <laughs> Fam. The higgy haga. The higgy but, Yeah, guys, that was higgy. marked. I would definitely recommend watching it. It's a, it's actually a light watch and it's it's insightful. Yeah. It's educational, educated. Yeah, educational. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna give you some education. Some education. Um, yeah, so I think you should watch it, guys. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's really it. short as well. It literally is like twenty minutes. But it's, it, the reason I think you should definitely watch it is because, of course, we cannot you cannot see the marks from what we're saying. Yeah, like, it's really nice to be able to visualize and see what it is we're talking about. There was this one woman I wanted to mention actually, and she was um. I think I know the one. She, she was um she was just such a babe. Like she literally was like, you can tell she's one of those aunties that like she probably yeah. had her children here and yeah. so, like she's she sounds like my mum. Like she 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 has the Nigerian accent but like it's British it's like British cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, cool. She was saying how like because her marks were like like three slashes on each side of her cheek. Mm. Like they were they were deep and they were big. You could you can't miss them. And she was saying how people get curious and ask her if she fought a lion because it's like resembles like I guess if a lion was to scratch you. Mm. And she was like, Yeah, I did fight a lion and I won. And I just know that it's someone in this England that said that shit to Let's her. Let's answer that question. I it's remember her. She was a babe. Yeah, it's definitely some stupid idiot that said her in this England that said that. I was like, oh, let's yeah. like got scratched by a line. Mm. So she's yeah. like, yeah, I did. And I won. I'm what sure you it was now? Some, some, she went to some interview and someone asked her some stupid question. She was probably, it was lunchtime in the office and she was just like, oh, I just want to eat my jalopy And in after peace. that, she decided it was time to go back home and she never come said, back. Time. She said, <laughs> Lagos, country. come and catch me. <laughs> but yeah, guys. Yeah, um, she was good vibes. We do not know what we're doing next week. It'll be you a surprise. It's Kinder a surprise. Bueno. We're gonna, I mean, as always, we're going to put the trailer so you know. Um, but as of as as of the time of this recording, we do not know. But we'll figure we it out for you guys. Don't you and worry. that's life absolutely been, okay. Life has been so long. I think we should do a credits episode at some point because life... Life has been long. Life has really been life in. But um, we're good. We stand alive, survive, and all yeah. that jazz. All right, guys, we shall see you next week. Well, I know she's tired. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, at, <laughs> at Two Girls, One Talk. Um, we're also on YouTube at Two Girls, One Talk uh, and TikTok, but nothing's there, but, you know, follow, why not? Yeah. Um, I am on Instagram at BD on Eyewear and also BD on Eyewear.com. And you are on Instagram and Twitter for ends with two underscores and also on her other podcast character replay right now thank we're doing you. modern family thank you so much you're welcome thank you so I much you. all right thank, guys. You, thank you very much <laughs> you know i was watching the episode yeah and michael was like trying to do elvis and he was like <laughs> he was like thank you thank you a lot <laughs> wait when was this when was this what episode was this um, I don't remember. It was when... Oh, no, no, no. So the, the, that scene started with basically Andy. Michael calls Andy to the office and is like, you keep doing, like, baby speak and it's making everyone oh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, oh, um, Michael, wah wah And they're talking like that, yeah. And then um, Andy was like, okay, well, like, when you do Elvis, I love that. I think that's great. And he was like, thank you. Thank you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know the episode because Andy's like, Tim, would you prefer me to say that I ate some Thai food and I have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, no, I just prefer to not fucking tell anybody. Just don't say anything. <laughs> and his character is so fucking annoying. I'm just I so get why, my mum started why he's watching there. it. Who started watching just, it? My mum. Oh, did she? Yes. Wait, she wait. Loves it. Did she like it? Yes. 
she that latched is so Michael confusing. and I was like, I'm, I'm like, so, but you are the Michael Scott of the family. You are the... <laughs> We've been calling her Michael Scott the family and she never got it and now she gets it. And every time she watches it, she calls us and she's like, are you people saying I'm like this man? And I'm like, yes. See no, but that's actually, that's such an insult. Yeah, she's the, she, zero self-awareness. She'll say <laughs> any and anything regardless of like the situation at hand. People, pe- let me tell you exactly why she's like Michael Scott. People will be pissed off. I'll be so angry with her. Like we'll have had an argument or something and she'll know she's pissed me off. And then we'll be in the office because we share an office together and she might turn around and ask me, okay, so do you think that these blinds, I should change them? I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm actually pissed off with you. Like, we you are actually, not friends. We are not friends. You can see the heat radiating from me and you ask me about fucking blinds. Like, that's my mum. <laughs> that's Michael Scott. I, that is so funny. I cannot believe you yeah. actually. Like, I know my mum would, ne- like, my, I don't think my mum would even pass episode one. Really? I was, I was a bit apprehensive. I wasn't sure, but she, she loves it. She I'm so happy. It. Oh, I'm so happy. She loves like lo- she laughs and she'll re- like you know the rewinding and laugh. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I did literally yeah. did that today just before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very happy about that. That's yeah, it's my a great. It's a week. great show. I mean, is it a two girls one dog episode if we don't end up speaking about The Office? I don't know what it is. <sighs> it's like the greatest show ever. Like I just, it's a great yeah. show. It's so it's so incredibly stupid, and that's what makes it great. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Boys and girls. Trailers coming. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. James McCall with the Texas Rangers interviewing Samuel Little at the Palmdale Prison Unit, California Bureau of Corrections. I try to trace back to when I became attracted to a woman's throat. He might just be the most prolific serial killer in U.S. history. with his thumbs like that. This is, I like it when you swallow. He is literally haunting these women for close to four decades and getting away with it. Oh, God. That's so crazy. Someone to Just a criminal guy. Once it became clear to people like Samuel Little that they could hunt black women and girls, that's what they did. That's the reason why I'm going to be busted, you know, to die. It's a life of a serial killer.